This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 1272, a stressful band nine part two model answer. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 22 million times with former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash my score. Today, we'll share some stellar YouTube comments and provide a sample speaking part two answer describing a super stressful day at work. Listen up and take notes. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Aubrey, have you seen some of the comments lately on our YouTube channel? Because I know we talked about words of affirmation a couple weeks ago, and I am greatly feeling affirmed by these YouTube comments. Yes, I know. I feel the same whenever I go and read them and they're just super complimentary. And we love when you guys let us know how these episodes are helping you because that's the goal, right? Yes, it's entertaining. I feel like it's engaging, but we want to help you be ready for IELTS, right? So when you let us know your scores and your success or just that you feel like you've learned something, you're more prepared, that is affirming, right? It doesn't have to just be like, you guys are great. Let us know, right? What, What you're learning and how it's helping. I love that. Totally. So we are going to shout out a couple YouTube followers that left some great comments. Um, And then we are going to give you a sample part two speaking answer um, because we've seen that you guys really like these. So we're going to give one to you. Um, And the uh, just a little sneak peek. The question is about a stressful day and just Getting that out and verbalizing the stressful day helps us heal. So we're going to just accomplish so much in today's show. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) It's like therapy with IELTS answers. (laughs) Podcast therapy. Okay. Um, Aubrey, do you want to read that first comment? Yes. So this is from Clara Gasita. I would like to express my gratitude to the both of you for being part of my IELTS success. I got 8.5 in speaking. That's insane. Amazing. Just what Jessica said. I didn't even pay attention to the cue card. I just knew I had to speak about a TV program. It isn't organized. I had fun. It was basically a normal conversation with an examiner. First of all, congratulations on that amazing speaking score. Well done. That's incredible. Um, And I want to highlight the similarity in um, what she said, comparing it with are other students who have done really well on speaking. She said it was fun. She said it was Mm. like a conversation. She said, 
it wasn't perfect. It wasn't even organized. She didn't talk about all the bullet points because you don't have to. You don't have to talk about all the bullet points in part two. It doesn't have to be perfectly organized because that's not natural. You are graded on your ability to sound natural speaking English. And that's what she did. And she got an 8.5. Amazing. Yes. Right. The strategies work. It's it's so much harder to follow those bullet points. It's going to feel more formulaic, more robotic, and you might not have fun. And that might affect your pronunciation, your intonation. Instead, yes, follow these strategies to tell a story, enjoy it, share detail. It's going to be such a better, higher scoring answer. Yep. And I guarantee if you go back and watch or listen to any of our model answers, they're not perfectly organized because they're not pre-planned or scripted because that's not how speaking is. (laughs) That's not how we speak English. Um, One more shout out before we move into that sample answer, guys. Um, I want to thank Jack. Oh my gosh. I know this is a common Vietnamese name and I should really remember how to pronounce it. Um, Nguyen? No, that's not it. Aubrey, do you know? M-G-U-Y-E-N. Okay, I have to admit something here. I know we actually just had a conversation about this name and someone said how it's supposed to be pronounced. And I was like, what? I had no idea. And it was very different from the phonetic pronunciation, which is why I skipped that one, leaving it for you, hoping that you know how to pronounce it. That's why you did that. I was wondering. I was like, why did you read the second one? Okay. I I know this is a common pronunciation that I should know. know. And Jessica's going to know it. I feel I feel terrible that my mind is blanking right now on how I'm supposed to say that. Leave I know it's comment, very different guys. than the phonetic. Yes, let us know. <laughs> anyway, Jack uh, said, I've been struggling to find a good IELTS speaking source and your YouTube channels just brought me out of my stupor. Oh, OK. Brought me out of my stupor. Amazing vocabulary, Jack. I love it. So a stupor is like you're you're in um, like a like a waking coma. <laughs> you're, you're like brain dead. You know, you're frozen. Um, so we brought him out of that. And he said, um, you're too. Uh, charisma is really awesome, which lights a fire under me and gets me going with my IELTS journey. Oh my gosh. Round of applause for Jack. I love the vocab there. Um, okay, great. So let's get into this speaking, uh, model answer. Okay. Awesome. This is going to be great. Okay, Jessica, I am going to ask you this answer. We'll assume you have had that one minute to prep since we talked about things being stressful a little bit. (laughs) All right. Are you ready? And I will time you here. Two minutes on the clock. Describe a stressful day at school or work. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so um, I actually have an answer ready because I could describe um, the day I had like literally yesterday. (laughs) So, all right, let me lay it out for you. I woke up at 530 in the morning, which is uh, very early, even though I do it all the time. My body still doesn't want to wake up that early. But nevertheless, I woke up at 530 got out of bed, made my breakfast, 
ate it while I was standing up in the kitchen um, and then got dressed as quickly as I could because I had to take my dogs out for a somewhat substantial walk because I knew they were going to be in their kennels for seven hours that day. Um, And anytime they are in their kennels for that long, um, oh, actually, it wasn't seven hours. They were going to be in their kennels for four hours. But still, I wanted to walk at least a mile with them um, so I don't feel bad about leaving them in their kennels when I go to work. Um, so anyway, woke up super early, did all of that home stuff. Um, and then I had to go to an elementary school because I was substituting there as a floater teacher um, for the morning. So a floater teacher is someone who um, hops from class to class because teachers have meetings sometimes. And this is a scheduled thing that happens and they need a substitute to help out. So I was jumping from class to class. Um, Not a lot of plans for me. I just had to wing it with third graders, fourth graders, fifth graders. And to top it all off, um, I hurt my knee again. I stepped backwards too quickly and like ran into a chair and my bad knee just like gave out. And I am certain that I tore something, even though I'm afraid to find out. Um, So as soon as I was done teaching, um, I flew home um, and I had to have a meeting with Lindsay about all her Thank stuff. Thank you. Oh my gosh, oh, I no, didn't even get okay. to like half of my day. <laughs> you covered the first like quarter of your day. Oh, and I'm so worried know, about your wasn't knee. even half of it. Oh, <laughs> I didn't even get to talk about um, all the all the cool work that I did for Allers English, getting James from school, going on a two mile walk with the dogs while he was at soccer practice, even though my knee hurt. You see, gosh, I have so much more to say. I right? guess I maybe do need therapy and not just a podcast. <laughs> That is a busy day. It's hopefully you guys will get a question like this where you can absolutely relate and just describe the day, right? Go for it. Especially if it's a recent one, you might not even get a quarter through your day and look at all of the interesting detail and vocabulary that came up. I'm going to share some of that. But yeah, that's a busy day, Jessica. You know, they're all busy like that right now, but I, I know um, I know that it's all worth it because I do love the work I get to do. And uh, yeah, and summer's almost here. So, you know, yes. that's positive, oh, right? Okay, the first thing I want to highlight is a lot of these verbs you use that are actually really, really idiomatic and interesting. You could have very easily say, I walked here, I walked there, or I went here, I went there and replace that. Instead, you're saying, I hopped from class to class. I was jumping from class to class. And then you said, I flew home. So think about this, guys, when you're describing, when you have to go a lot of different places, you do not want to just replace that verb or um, repeat that verb over and over, go or went or walk. There are so many more interesting ways to say this. Of course, you weren't literally hopping, jumping, flying. Nope. That's all very idiomatic, but we use these verbs to talk about doing something quickly, right? Yeah. Okay. Next, I want to share this amazing linking phrase. You started by saying 
to top it all off, if you guys can squeeze this into one of your answers, it should be especially easy on part two when you're sharing a story. It means all of this was happening and then there was sort of icing on the cake, right? To top it all off or like what made matters even worse, these type of linking phrases are so high level to boost up your vocabulary score and your fluency score as well, because then you're linking ideas in a very native, natural, interesting way. And then you're too minutes flies by when you're sharing a story and actually can just share details from your life. Um, And I did go back and correct myself in the beginning there, right? Mm. Because, well, because I said something wrong, but also I really wanted to show you guys that it can be somewhat disorganized because that is how our brains work when we're speaking spontaneously. I, and it wasn't like a vocab or grammar mistake. It was just, I gave you the wrong information. Regardless of the type of mistake, you can always go back and correct yourself and it will help your score. Right. Yeah, that's such a good point. Right. You're talking about how long your dogs were alone in the kennel. And I noticed that you just like, oh, no, actually, it was four hours. Don't be afraid to do that, to like change information. That is just interesting. It's very native and natural to to change the detail because it was wrong, just included as part of the story. If you stop yourself from doing that, you might end up hesitating or pausing because you're feeling sort of disjointed in your ideas. Just share it. Just say it if you think it. Um, I think this just speaks to one of our main strategies for doing well on speaking, which is being human, (laughs) right? Like um, it humanizes you. I love that as a verb to humanize, but um, correcting yourself regardless of the type of correction, correcting yourself while you're speaking, it does humanize you. Um, just like showing your personality in the vocab you choose, the um, inflection in your voice, all of this stuff humanizes you, which makes you stand out, which increases your score. Yes, absolutely. Anything you can do to keep your train of thought going, if that's sort of narrating your thoughts and allowing yourself to share when you realize you shared something wrong, that's going to keep your train of thought solid so that you don't have those pauses and hesitations. Do that. That's such an important strategy. Yeah. Follow your thoughts. Follow your thoughts with your words. Right. And if you if you hesitate, if you're afraid to do that because you're like, I can't correct myself he'll think I'm dumb, whatever. Um, It interrupts you, like you said, right? Mm -hmm. It it stops your flow. So follow your thoughts with the words, no matter where that's going. It can and will be disorganized. And I want that to be your goal. You know what I mean? Like, stop worrying about being perfectly organized. That's not real. (laughs) That's impossible. And it's not part of the scoring system, right? Right. If you're not familiar with the speaking scoring system, you might assume that you know, the fluency score is more like the writing score where organization does matter for your essays. That's not Mm -hmm. the case. That is not part of your fluency score for speaking. So yeah, don't stress about the organization and is, is the timeline correct? The examiner doesn't care, doesn't know, and is not scoring that. What words of wisdom we are bringing our students today. Um, Guys, if we have helped you at all today, you have learned, you have been entertained, you have been engaged while you're learning about IELTS from us, uh, please leave us a rating and review wherever you're listening to the podcast. Um, And if you're watching us on YouTube, leave us a comment. 
Awesome. So fun, Jessica. Thank you guys for the comments, for the reviews. We love them. We read them. And I will see you next time. Sounds good. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score.